Alright, if your arm's gonna start it, then let me, the sexy man, do it for you. <laughs> That's not allowed. That's not allowed. Uh, that, that, you, you are including that in this week's podcast. People need to know. No. They need to know the no. truth. Guys, you are being silenced from the truth. Okay? Wait, what? <laughs> I am you sexy. Jokes aside, welcome back to another podcast, week nine. It's been a long time, dude. Seriously, week nine. Uh, today we're discussing uh, memory, nostalgia, and just you'll see, you'll see. It's quite a <laughs> you'll see. Okay, you'll see. dude. Well, when I initially um, thought of bringing up this topic, it was mainly just because of obviously because of the things that we're experiencing currently, right? Mm. Uh, with our transition into the I, I don't know if you can call it the later parts of our life but maybe the mid sections of our life the transition from youth to maybe middle aged uh, well not yet but roughly somewhere there mm. but anyways it's in this point where you feel that sense of nostalgia for the past few years that you've experienced your childhood maybe not even just that but like just a feeling of like you're lost you don't know what to do as well because it's a it's a transition and and these past memories this nostalgia helps keep you grounded and and reminds you of who you are and that sort of thing and i, and I think it's something very big that we're experiencing right now mm. which is why i tend to say like that's why i tend to tell people like hey dude this is going to be like the great not i wouldn't say the greatest but one of the great few moments of our one of the great few spans of our lives and then people are like nah bro what are you talking about and then soon they will realize that i was right all along you know what i'm mm, saying yeah i mean like if not now at some point people are gonna be like like it goes back to what we were discussing a while ago um and a few other podcasts like you don't re- appreciate something's value until like you start you lose it right and it's kind of similar with with like these these nostalgic events or just anything that happens that you didn't value much before, then you go back and you're like, oh, wait, I remember we did that. Now I understand why that was valuable. And, you know, you, you get that joy. Maybe not if you're not appreciating that in the moment, you will soon learn that it was, it was a beautiful moment and that it had some impact on you. And I think that's just one of the things that, you know, we, we as people need to, to learn and, and appreciate is living in the now see so many people are just so obsessed with with the future and just like oh wait but what if tomorrow i don't get this or like oh but i'm worried about like next year what about like what if i don't get a university but like just live live in the present tense live in live in the now because you're never going to get now ever again and by the time you go to the future the present will be gone you know what i mean like you'll you'll lose you'll lose those valuable time and those you'll lose that that experience with those people that you you love the most and it's uh it's kind of a a deep thought actually you know yeah nostalgia so well before we talk about nostalgia right well we got to talk about what creates nostalgia in the first place right which is memory right yes what is memory what do you think is memory well 
there's obviously two ways of saying what memory is and what's scientifically and uh, what we like to predominantly explain to ourselves. Memory is basically like a process or a bunch of processes that, that are used to uh, acquire, store, retain, and later re retrieve information. Uh, and um, going back into like what memory is, is, is as a function, there's three main parts to memory. There is the encoding part, there is the, the, the storage, and there's retrieval. I see you did your research. I have. Uh, it's actually, remember my TED talk was supposed to be about uh, about memory. There's a good book about this I will mention later. Actually, Wait, are we actually still that. doing that? I have no idea. Are we supposed to do that TED talk there? Uh, like, we'll I, I really point. wanted to do it, man. It was like, I was going to like talk about the universe and space and, and do like the same thing I did in my, what, what is it? In my, what, 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 do, what do I write for the university? I, I keep forgetting. Oh, the, the, I don't remember now. The common uh, yeah, app, yeah, okay, yeah, the, yeah. the one I showed you, right? That was yeah, revolutionary yeah, yeah. and had the Alan Watts uh, quote, the, the universe thing that I, I, I believe I mentioned two, two, two podcasts ago mm. on the, on the alien thing. Yeah. No, not, not on the alien thing that the time, the time, the time episode. Yeah. Yeah. So basically uh, encoding storage and retrieval, obviously encoding is where we we learn something and we just basically convert that into some some form of knowing or some form of remembering it so you associate that with like uh let's say we learn about the banana is yellow so you have a picture of a banana and you you can tell that that color okay recognize it's yellow that you're encoding that and then you're storing it you're storing it somewhere in your in your brain in your memory and then retrieval is where you retrieve it whenever you need it uh, short term in uh, Freudian psychology, you do psychology, you used to do psychology, but if you were yes. to look at this in psychology, in Freudian psychology, it is known as the conscious mind. It's where you, you know something consciously. And that, that is what is known as the short term memory is where you, when you're in the moment and you're present, you, you know that for a fact, like you're remembering that consciously. Now, long term is known as the pre-conscious or and the unconscious, where it's it's there, but you're not you're not in the moment thinking about it, but it's already stored in your brain and you 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 have it ready. If I, I think you could use uh, computers as an example of uh, of describing this, with you could use cache and RAM, or have like a hard drive as, as a way of uh, yeah. I mean, it's the it. same thing as like RAM and the hard drive, the same yeah. distinction, I believe, but. This is more of like like the basic stuff that the thing that I find sort of well it, you always have to have the basics right but at yeah, some point yeah. all of this starts to become boring and I think that's the way the psychology in school basically ended up I had so many questions you know uh, so many things I wanted to know about that never actually ended up being answered and essentially we just went through like all the basic stuff oh how to do experiments blah blah, blah. Instead of like actually learning or talking about discussing the interesting things. I mean, we did occasionally, but like in the end, you know, so I think what, what I want to talk about today is not, not necessarily like the basics of memory. I don't want to delve too deep into that, but maybe of course something yeah. like memory is in a sense linked to emotion. And mm -hmm. there are several studies that definitely show that, that link that between them and yeah. I think it could be argued that memory is one of the most basic things that any living thing needs. Because like, if we don't have the capability to, to not recall, 
then how will I mean, we if you don't have the capability to recall how will you be able to to move forward is what i mean i mean the whole idea of evolution base and uh basically just advancing or development is based on having and learning from past mistakes and how will you be able to learn from past mistakes if you don't remember making them in the first place right and so i think like when we're going back down to what makes us human and just what makes a living thing living is our capability to actually have memory and being able to efficient efficiently use it because i think the issue with most people nowadays is not that because you would think oh i have bad memory we could all say that we have bad memory but in reality it's not that you have bad memory you have awesome memory it's just that we don't know how to use that memory because we haven't learned it's like a skill exactly it's a you skill that it. so like these people you don't have to necessarily be smart like uh for instance like there was this research done and actually we had this in one of our sat tests actually it was pretty it was pretty funny as uh, one of those passages um there were these studies done to these taxi drivers and to these uh uh, another yeah, study yeah, done yeah psychology hippocampus blah, blah. yes yes and so they were looking at how like different parts of the brain were developing based on their special specialization and you would you would see that there were parts of the brain that were being uh gr that were more much more developed and like because of taxi drivers are have to do this test before they could actually become a taxi driver they need to know every route they need to be able to uh, decide which is the fastest way this and that there's a lot of those casualties i mean uh not casualties casualties, <laughs> casualties. well they die or not <laughs> yeah no 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 uh formalities that's what i meant to say that they need to be able to um uh, correlate with when they're doing when they're becoming a taxi driver and so uh a part of that process that these they were there's there were these researchers and these scientists who were doing these uh, tests on these t uh, potential taxi drivers and one thing they noted over a specific period of time is that uh, from their initial stages to the end stages of them being a taxi driver a specific part of their brain was was uh, heavily developed not not any other part but a specific part i'm not really sure exactly what it is uh, i didn't do that much deep uh, um, research but that specific part of the brain was was specifically uh, developed and it was much more it was standing out because they used that more for their daily tasks for their uh, finding which route is the best and they memorized I mean, it but obviously as much as you train the skill there's always limits right you can't yeah anything yeah yeah right? of course and so that's why i want to talk about again the link between emotion and memory and and the reason for for nostalgia or whatever mm -hmm. so when we talk about emotion and memory uh when you remember things in the past um the thing is you tend to remember things that are emotionally significant that's the reason why perhaps um you don't remember well this is for for a normal person right some some maybe for photographic memory could but usually you wouldn't remember what you ate maybe i don't know two weeks ago three weeks ago you wouldn't remember exactly where you ate what you ate but if you remember maybe your your seventh birthday or something you could still remember the birthday cake what kind of flavor well if the if the birthday was significant uh, that's because that birthday was connected with emotions of happiness or things like that. And that's also the reason why people experience PTSD or trauma or those kind of things, because the emotions they experience are very strong and linked to suffering, uh, sadness, mm. those kind of things. Yes. And essentially, 
those strong emotions lead them to remember and sort of, you know, recall that constantly. And um, this is something that's been widely studied, but at the same time, we still don't know much about it. Is the strong link between uh, emotion and memory in general, and so this uh, this link is, I think, we're feeling these uh, these nostalgia. Uh, we're feeling this nostalgia right now, mostly because, well, in a sense that, well, the way I try to rationalize it is maybe that we're more moody. And so we experience more like bigger fluctuations in emotions, happier mm. happiness, sadder mm. sadness, yeah. things like that. And so, and also that we haven't lived long. So compared to other moments in our lives, those higher highs and lower lows tend to be far stronger relative to the things that we've experienced, right? Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, um, you know, stronger association, and and so that creates stronger moment uh, moments of nostalgia. That's why these moments in in high school, in in college, become very nostalgic and and happy. You know, so so what is nostalgia? Nostalgia is a, essentially longing for the past, or uh, you know, for personal uh, based on personal associations. It's that feeling of warmth, of friends, of happiness, of laughs. What I like to call youth, and you know mm. what I'm talking about because yeah, I've yeah. talked uh, about it with you. Uh, basically, a longing for a simple moment that has already passed. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah. Um, before I go into my opinion, I will say that you were discussing about the link between memory and uh, and and emotions. And one of the reasons why, like a lot of people are saying, uh, scientists are claiming that one of the reasons why we tend to remember things when a specific emotion is triggered or a specific event is triggered it's mainly because of a specific emotion that you that you felt there because I, i'll go back to the three parts of the main processes involved in memory encoding storage and retrieval and storage there's ways of associating memory to uh yes. to parts of the uh, brain and emotion is one of the strongest ways of storing memory is what, what were you were feeling at that moment if that emotion was significant you will remember it because it was significant to you and and like yes. again when birthdays you're feeling happy or like let's say you you failed in a, in a, in a big exam or something and that day you were devastated you'll remember that day because that was a big emotion that uh that had to create a significant impact on you for that day and so there is a, a distinct link between emotion and uh, and memory, but it can go far beyond that, which I am not aware of because of, of my uh, lack of uh, knowledge in that certain topic. But going back to uh, nostalgia that you were talking about, Kev, I think it's, it's an interesting concept because it's something that we've always had and it's also something that we kind of need. Because like, if you were to think about it, without nostalgia, it's actually nostalgia is known as a method of motivation uh, in a lot of uh, uh, these professional psychologists and these, these psychiatrists. They, they say that nostalgia is one of the forms of of being able to motivate an individual because we tend to look we tend to look to others or look for motivation elsewhere. But and sometimes in reality, we get these these own recollections in the past back when we were happy back when we failed let's say like you're in a let's say in 20 years time i'm in a business and it's failing and i'm looking back at now where my youtube was failing and i'm like huh back then my problems were small 
And wait, I, I look bad. How did I fix that YouTube issue? And then from there, I can use that to apply in my current life. So like there are reasons to why that nostalgia could be useful for us. At the same time, it could make us just just sadder, you know, just be like, oh, life was better back then. Uh, I think it's it's like bittersweet, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. a sort of like you're happy that it happened, but also sad that it's already passed. But you're also sort of looking to the future and looking to make these new, you know, make new memories that are akin to what you've experienced in the past. So I think it's something positive. And um, nostalgia was a word originally coined in, I think, the 1688 or something. Um, and it came from two Greek words, which were um, the Greek word for returning home and the Greek word for pain. So originally it was sort of like mm. uh, this, you know, in other words, just a longing for home such so strong that the only cure was that you had to return home but it commonly occurs during you know major life transitions like into adulthood or, or just like right now we're experiencing that's why this is very you know it hits home you know that's what where that where that phrase comes from as well but um or aging you know um and it apparently is advantageous and and helps solidify one's identity you know yeah like the things you stand for the things that you value and i think that is memories and sort of that I mean, that that's the, that's the case is that it gives us a reason to to move forward it's because like it's looking back at the values that we were, we used to live for back when things were less complicated and uh that's c- kind of the motivation that that people tend to seek when and when they're in hard times and that's usually when nostalgia kicks in yeah even even right now when when we're experiencing like basically it's it's a sort of like anchor right we're mm. lost we, do, we don't know uh what we want to do where we want to go but then you know the nostalgia just kicks in and you're like oh, i remember all these the friends you know the the happy times we had and it, it just suddenly kicks you into high gear you're like all right, we need to get back into gear. Yeah. You know, I, I want to go out with my friends or like yeah. I want to, you know, I want to work hard for something or I want to, you know, become the best or whatever. So it is something good. And um, something interesting that, that I've come across during my research was uh, the lifespan retrieval curve. So that's just basically um, a plot of how much memories are encoded versus age. Mm. And so there's this thing called the reminiscence bump and again this proves what i've been saying despite me not having the necessary information at the time to know if i was correct but uh the reminiscence bump exists between age around 13 to 28 again where most where more memories are encoded within that time and so uh time and the time which we feel nostalgic for becomes that time because it is the time where a lot of our memories are encoded. And so this is why, again, I, I said, right, it's a, one of the biggest times of our lives, something that mm. uh, something that we're going to value a lot in our later years. And this is why I, I like, and this is why, you know, the, the, the timing for, for this epidemic is really, really unfortunate because we, yeah. we miss out on our last Definitely. half yeah. year or so of, of high school. You know, we miss out on 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 the on the on the formal or the prom on on the grad 
well, I don't know if we'll miss out on graduation, but we miss out on, on the stress of studying. On you know, <laughs> you tend to miss those things with yeah. with your friends, with you know, um, everything. But again, um, this uh, again, this is the time period like well, what I like I'd like to describe as youth, right? Mm. Uh, the the warmth you feel, the friends, everything, and I hope you know, um, in in the next few years during the reminiscence the rest of the reminiscence bump you know you and me or or maybe some other people can continue to make those memories and we yeah. can look back in in our future years but um yeah which is um and then the other the other times like um so when we're young right we won't remember much of it and that's why the memory it's essentially not that many memories encoded there and then also as we approach our later years, of course, well, more memories will be encoded just because of the recency effect. Hmm. But yeah, when I, I don't know, man. When I when I talk about nostalgia, it's always like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I mean, it is sometimes hard to um, to address because, like, we 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 as people tend to always have. Um, personal afflictions towards specific nostalgic moments in our lives and it's usually just like that realization that you know you're never going to get it back but like you said don't be sad that it ended be happy that it happened no that's your quote that was mine that's my whatsapp quote yeah. that's that was what i use on whatsapp uh, that's your quote but um and that's kind of the thing i i mentioned from time to time but in the end you can't help but but feel but longing for those moments right yeah and i mean it's it's a good thing that we have that because like if we don't have these moments that we appre appreciate in our lives and, and these moments that we we definitely like wish never happened if they never happened you would never be the person you are today and i think that there's a reason if not direct there's some some reason that 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 has occurred and that's just my opinion. I feel like, I mean, my mom always says everything happens for a reason. That might just be because of her uh, relation to the culture or religion. But if you think about it, things just do happen. And they, whether we have control of it or not, it just does happen. Uh, and you were just like, I just give off and volunteer to that thought that maybe it's just all for good. Or just it happened for some, some higher calling. Um, but like, definitely I think... Uh, Nostalgia is one of those things because like I've also seen a lot of articles where people are arguing whether Nostalgia is just a simple bodily like um, is it a function that just happens automatically? Or is it like is there a reason to why that's being used and one of the reasons that they were discussing was motivation that I already discussed uh, earlier um, But it's one of the things that we as humans use and kind of require in order to function and to progress and to evolve well you, you said like everything happens for a reason right but yeah. i saw this video like um I, I think that quote is often misinterpreted right mm -hmm. that i mean it is true that everything happens for a reason but you know regardless of of whether whether it's good or it's bad there is always a reason for it and uh you you can't just be like oh my you know like mm. uh you can't just be like you know, just because something didn't go your way or like mad or something. But I, I, I don't remember exactly what, what the point of the video was, but it, but it's something about like everything happens for a reason. It's not in the sense to justify 
like the things that happen but like to understand that there are certain things that occur and you know you just have to keep going mm. yeah 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 but um so i also want to talk about uh why nostalgia as an emotion well i i, th- I think it's an emotion right it, yes you could classify it as an emotion. Feels like yes, it, yeah. yes yes um why nostalgia is associated with with positive memories and things like that well i i it's i i saw this thing and and it said uh, uh since we want our future identity to be positive um we feel nostalgia for the good memories as opposed to the bad memories and we feel you know we experience those emotions or the nostalgia of a certain memory or moment better than as if it was or better than it was at the time mm. uh, mainly because of multiple reasons actually but like the idea of you know like you said before that we don't see the value of something until it's gone or it's just valuable because it's out of reach or because it's become a, a memory or a moment I mean again I'll go back to what I was talking about with with you know storing and retrieving memory. Uh one of the reasons why nostalgia is so powerful is because like we don't associate with with emotions or with events that were were basic or like just something that we do every every other day. It's there's a reason to why that nostalgic moment is special is because it was special. It's something that was different. It's something that that stands out on its own whether or not you remember it it's something it's like an event that let's let's like say let's say uh your graduation or or your 18th birthday or you're like your your 50th birthday it's special because it's a milestone it's special because it's it's a moment of of like uh of of growth or it shows something that's out of the ordinary out of like a normal lifestyle that you lead every day and the reason why we have it as a nostalgic moment is because we tend to associate these things with with uh, emotions or or some 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 kind of thought and usually and kev and i say this to you right now you know this and i know this but other than emotion music is one of the most influential things to nostalgia like if i listen to a specific yeah. song i can immediately think of what i was doing at the moment i was listening to the song or what was happening around that moment or like what was the vibe there if you know what i mean and this has been something that's been heavily researched for for decades now i mean the link between emotion and music and why it's just and memory yeah and memory because like another thing people yeah. say is oh you study better when you listen to uh, instrumental music or like some kind of calming music and there's a relation to so why that is and there's also like there's always these songs that you listen to and they bring you to a certain time of your life because like oh back then this song was like really famous or like oh i was going through something and this song kept me really really happy um yeah and i feel like that's another amazing way of having great memory is by associating songs or making up your own mm, lyrics associating certain things yeah yeah because they have their own uh meanings behind them or like some some form of relationship with with that specific event that's why that's why like a way a good way of, of remembering things is through creating a song 
and that's why everybody remembers the ABC by ABCDEFG, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still remember and that uh, EM Spectrum song. Yeah. Instead of remembering the exact order, um, <laughs> every time we want to figure out, you know, whether something's before or after in the alphabet, we have to go through the whole song. A, B, C. Yeah, yeah, yeah I it's think true. that's pretty funny. Right? <laughs> You're like, yo, what's the letter? What's the letter after after Y? Like A B C D E F G H I J K, and you go all the way to the end, and you're like, oh, it's Z. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's pretty funny. But uh, I think these things are commonly referred to as nostalgic or nostalgia triggers. Nostalgic triggers, mm. I believe. Yeah. And it's basically the idea of looking at an object or listening to something or some some something that evokes, uh, you know, suddenly evokes this emotion, which is uh, happiness and and uh, what you well, are talking about. It, is... It's a, I don't know if it's exactly nostalgia, but it evokes this emotion that is akin to nostalgia. So like, okay, yeah, you feel this happiness, this warmth, you know, the longing for the past that kind of thing the feelings of youth you know and and this this can happen uh if well if you never uh even even if you've never ex even if you've never uh encountered this trigger before so could be like um i i for example um some songs that i come across uh the 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 funk songs of japan back in the 20th century mm. even though i've never listened to these songs before for some reason for some reason they're able to evoke the sense of nostalgia for yeah. me yeah and for me to it it links i don't know it, it just suddenly makes me start thinking what you're Japan what you're describing kev all the what you're describing is a great example of the retrieval process of memory it's how we we retrieve yeah, yeah. a specific part of our memory and uh, again like just looking at an object or or uh, listening to a conversation or like I, I guess that kind of goes to deja vu a bit but I'm not exactly sure how that works uh, maybe do, do you know how deja vu yeah I, I guess it kind of goes into deja vu like but it's not exactly deja vu it's more like it's not like you have the it's not like I have the feeling that I've listened to it before. No, mm, I know for a hundred percent fact that I have yeah. not listened to yeah, this. Yeah. But it just gives me that feeling of, of like, looking to the past and like, mm. I just imagine Japan. Then I start imagining, you know, the happy times we had. Yes, and together, the warmth, the friends, everything. And I think this this goes further beyond. Like, you know, I find myself feeling calm than living through my past experiences, but. Um, this this I feel comes well for me commonly from those funk jazz soul songs from Japan in the 20th century uh, especially or uh, even the US or, or other places like that I feel like this is the reason you know um, music is so linked to emotions and emotions are linked to memory and so they all connect you know together in one and you know an interesting thing I just had like the one thing I thought about is like why we keep these, these, uh, these, these, um, like these treasures or, or like, uh, what is it called? Like mementos. Some, some mementos or some sort of, some sort of physical or like a tangible yeah, like physical 
a physical representation, representation of a moment. Of a moment. It's like we have these these albums, we have these photos, or sometimes, if, let's say you're going to Disney World or something, you have this random small, uh, like a ball or like a like a snowball or something like that, or something that could an object usually that is usually uh, a material that is used to, again, as a form of encoding part of the memory process to that specific memory. And I think that that's why it's been a part of our lives. Like everybody does this, and it's just it's we don't even think about it, right? We just if we if we have something, we just put it and be like, oh, this could be a memory of you and me. Why do we take photos? We don't take photos just to be like, okay, it, let's let's just take it for the moment. Yeah. You take them because at some point in life you want to go back and you want to be like, ah, oh, those days. And I think yeah, that's exactly, exactly that's that is another example of nostalgia. You don't have to be like just doing something and then randomly having a, a pre-conscious or unconscious trigger that that brings you to that moment. Some some way of of uh, of of what is it what is it called of having some form of uh, of going back to that moment, like a photo, a song. I mean, technically, it's just. A- it's just another trigger right but it's yes 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 willingly creating those triggers. we we are willingly know? creating those triggers and most of the time we aren't willingly creating if you know what i mean because we're just used to it yeah and it's one of the ways yes yeah, but and yeah 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 it goes back i think to the time of back in the caveman days you know when people yeah. were like drawing on the walls i yes, think in yes. a sense that is also a way to pass down stories or talk about things like that you know to create just mementos in general of like oh hey you know the first time i hunted an animal or something like that you know it's 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 through through our biology that we tend to you know create these triggers and and you know nostalgia has evolved with us to be to be a positive thing and um yeah something like that but also I noticed that only recently have have I been taking photos. So like, I would say, you know, six years, maybe mm. six seven years behind behind this time, yeah. I w- wasn't taking any any photos or videos or anything. Well, main, mainly probably because I didn't have, you know, that good of a time because of the way my my uh, situation was, my environment was the school um environment everything it, it wasn't very friendly it wasn't very conducive you know but ever since meeting you guys you know you guys have been very good to me you guys have been really great friends and i think i've because of the you know happy moments we've been able to form i've grown accustomed to taking photos and yeah. you know feeling nostalgia for those old moments that we have you know what i'm saying yes and uh, it is i might we've all clearly if you if you're this part of the podcast you'll obviously know that we're talking about this because it's important to us and it is important to everybody because like having these memories and having these nostalgic moments is is something that makes us humane and it makes us humans and like we again i'm going back to the because this is very important because like we wouldn't be our the people who we are if we haven't learned from these 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 things that we've done in the past and we tend to grow and we tend to develop both and i'm saying both like i mean academically and just like as as a human being like a normal person just being a good character with a good personality these these moments that happen in our lives we tend to keep them forever because 
unlike the actual moments there these these mementos and those the memory of those events will always be with us for us to cherish and it's that well not always then that's why we should cherish it while we can yeah right? yeah yeah i guess i guess and that's why they're important uh most things are important because they don't last for a long time or else no one will see the value in them uh so that's, that's why that's in a sense the value of life itself right yeah the it's that it's, that it's life is so fleeting yeah. and you don't have many opportunities to do things that life itself becomes so valuable mm. and that it in itself death gives meaning to life because yeah you know if you lived forever then there is essentially no life <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. you're not living you're not, not living to live is to prosper is to is to do what you want to do well yeah um, not to be taken wrongly but you know to yeah, live to it the is, fullest it is to it live is, yeah exactly and we're never gonna feel that satisfaction if if you never reach that point like when you're I, i'm of course i haven't died before <laughs> but uh, mm. i i have read all these things about these people who have like who have died and come back you know what i mean like uh, these people who have died for like a minute or two two or like a few seconds and have come back and then uh, the things that they say to these like these interview people or like just to their family members is that you know when they were dying they were recollecting everything that all the important moments in their lives were coming back to them all these yeah. like from the moment that they were a child all the way to they were growing all these important uh events these these moments were coming back and they always cry like they have said like i've watched about 10 to 15 of these cases and every single one of them they tell they, they've said that you know at the end when they're like actually dying they they have like a tear or two because they realize that it's so valuable and what they've lived is just it's that value is just like it's not it's unquantifiable because it's worth so much yeah and when you lose that there's it's not about the end result right yeah it's it's not, not. about whether you live or you die it's about the life you've lived the things you've yes, experienced yes. The, the people you shared it with it's all about that and in death it's sort of a it's sort of an acceptance you're letting go of everything and you know to to realize the value in life to, yeah, yeah to yeah. really reconcile with everything yeah and so i mean like that's why it's important for us to to take these moments and especially now because like we're in this moment with the pandemic we have so much time with our families well if you are with your families at this moment in time if you're separated still find ways to connect with them because like this is basically like uh, i would say it's a blessing in disguise because i get to know a lot of my family members so well and not necessarily just the people at home but i mean like people who are living elsewhere i call them a lot i talk to them even my friends I get to meet a lot of new people online. I get to know them. It's it's like a moment of self-reflection and just something that we could use. And I think obviously this time right here, Kev, we're not going to forget this ever because like this will be one of the nostalgic moments in the future when we're like, when you're like, oh, I have to go outside every day. I'm like, oh my God, remember back when we had quarantine? I didn't have to go anywhere. I oh, just, yeah. Like, maybe maybe now we're suffering through it, but then yeah, the yeah, yeah. we'll be nostalgic. We'll be like, time. oh, as man. screwed up as that sounds. I yeah. want to get. I. <laughs> no, but be like, oh, thank God I didn't have to write my exams. I mean, like, there's these things yeah, that we don't. It'll be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go again. 
Yeah, I mean, like, there, there will be these moments where, at the moment, you don't understand. Like, right now, we're doing this podcast, we're now discussing this, and I'm like, Oh, damn it, I would, probably would have gotten better results if I wrote my exam. And then you're like, wait, actually, I would have failed math if I didn't do this. I'm like, you know what I mean? So, you would, you don't appreciate the moment there. Adrian, are you trying to cheat here? Uh, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to cheat that this time. Uh, but like, in all seriousness, like, I'm saying, the, these moments, right, no matter how, how they look now or how they feel now, at some point, they'll be significant to you. Whether in a good way or a bad way, you will come back to them. Because... Whether you know it or not, there are they are important and they are significant, um, and they will, in one way or another, affect or have some uh, impact in your life or any decision that you make in the future. Oh, oh your microphone fell down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's it's pretty much why we need memory. Well, you you know right. Um... I am a very avid, a, a very avid and studious person about uh, these sort of, of matters, about, of yes, about yes. moments, about, about memory, about nostalgia, those kind of things, those emotions. And I talk to you a lot about it. And this is something that we know, you know, between our group of friends that I was planning a trip to Japan because mm. I wanted to experience, you know, a lot of great things with you guys before we leave to um University. before we, we separate our ways essentially well not permanently because we can always contact each other yes, yes. and i would like us to stay in contact but it's something that you know i'd like to be free i'd like to roam around with friends have an adventure you know i have this lo- for some reason this longing for adventure to create these nostalgic moments right now hmm. while the reminiscence bump is still in you know what I'm <laughs> yeah yeah and, yeah um, it could be the youth we're really talking about that- yeah, it really sucks that this um, this plan of mine was, you know, came crashing down with this epidemic and everything. I, even though we would have had to suffer through our exams, I feel like you know, I would have really wanted to go on that trip with you guys, regardless. You know. I mean, for me, I feel like definitely that's one of the good points you you said, Kev. Like, for me, at first, when when this whole thing was happening, right, I was like. I was quite skeptical with like, because I, I, because we were, I was confused. We had questions, unanswered questions, and and at the moment I just felt like you know, I'm just confused. I I don't know what to think. I don't know what to do. And I just I remain. I just I like literally I was in my room. I didn't use. I didn't really do much. I just sat down and th- thought, just just kept thinking, like, okay, because like yeah, that's good. You should do that you, more. You, you we should do that more. You should you should just nothing. No phones. No no computer. Just sit down and just just close your eyes or just do just think it's very important um and you know i i did i noticed that like if for instance let's say that this whole this whole pandemic was was never existed right we were doing our exams we were we would have finished we would have graduated properly we would have had our graduation trip and there is a value because like we did our exams so as a result after spent after spending two years of hard work our our let's say uh what is it uh crap i can't speak english now what is that thing yeah yeah, but what is what do you get what do you get for doing something satisfaction not necessarily satisfaction what i'm what i'm searching for right now is uh gratification it could be gratification crap what i mean is like when you do something you get something in return right 
Yeah, yeah, a sense of accomplishment. Reward. Right. Reward, reward. That is what I was searching for. Reward. Correctly. Exactly. Thank you. We get yeah. reward. Some, uh, my brain is, is, is messy up, uh, you know. So when we do something, we tend to look for rewards because you, you have that sense of accomplishment. For me, I thought that uh, this graduation trip was only worth because I did the amount of work necessary for that to feel like Oh, I'm, all, I'm having this graduation trip because I earned it, because I worked for it. And, and, and I felt kind of bad after that I got the news that my exams were cancelled and I knew that I was going to get the diploma anyway. I felt like, okay, that's nice, I don't have to do work, but there is no sense of achievement there. There's no sense of... I wouldn't be, adjust, I wouldn't be as happy as I would be if I did the exam when I got that paper that, that says, oh, diploma... Uh, uh, certified or like awarded to Adrian because like you know you know what I mean yeah, I right? feel like I understand yeah I understand your point in the fact that definitely the satisfaction wouldn't be as great in terms of getting your diploma because you didn't actually do the final exam you didn't like, push through everything but in the sense um, this sudden like sudden announcement this this sudden cancellation um, just pl plunged us straight into the experience of, of being lost, of being empty. Mm. I think this is something everybody experiences once they finish high school or once they finish college, it's the same feeling again. You're lost, you don't know what to do. You know, it's a new stage in your life. Again, it's the reason for uh, nostalgia and keeping us grounded. But in a sense, you know, um, we're just figuring out what life has to offer it. And I think right now, you know, something that we've been so used to doing routinely was just suddenly suddenly just disappeared that we don't have to do something anymore mm. and that you know the fact that all we wanted throughout our lives was was to was to not be burdened by school but once we we aren't we 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 sort of start to to miss school the routine and, and we don't know what to do with this freedom you know Man. and i think the important thing is to yeah exactly I, you're, you're starting to feel it now right everything you have you know, no idea man for, literally for, for the past yeah, exactly. ever since we left school i have been literally dreaming of like our school friends like going to like residentials together going to going to classes exactly. having those those jokes and those <laughs> snack times maybe, maybe it's because Maybe it's because you're not experiencing it in real life. Your brain is like, oh, I want to experience this yes, somehow, you know, yes, and it's just so just one way or another yeah. pops up in your dreams. But it, so I feel like the most important thing now is, is to just, you know, with this freedom is not to waste it, but to do the things that we want to do, you know, mm -hmm. to do the things that we've been putting off forever to, to live the way we want to live such that when we die, when we reconcile with everything, we would have lived a fulfilling life, you know? That's yeah. why, regardless of whether or not, regardless of whether or not I've quote-unquote earned it, as you've said, I don't think that's the right way to think about it. I think it's about, you know, when, when in the future, will I have regretted not going on this graduation trip? Definitely would have. You know, if, if you, I think if you, like, if we had a chance to go on this graduation trip, we would, right? Yeah, yeah of course. But if we did have the chance and you didn't take it, thinking that you know you didn't earn it you probably would have regretted it in the future uh, you know yeah, 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 with that kind of mindset so i think the importance of the graduation trip in in my opinion is not that i've earned it through my hard work no it's that i want to make 
memories you know i want to be nostalgic i want to live life i want to adventure with you guys while i still can you know mm. and that's something that's very precious and 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 maybe um you know i i as long as i've lived i i don't think i found like the 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 meaning to life yet but i guess you could say the family the friends relationships everything are a part of that because without you know the people around me i i would maybe i don't know whether i would have made it this far you know what i'm saying yeah 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 definitely you're part of that you know yeah of course i mean and you are to to me as well and i think like these moments i mean definitely this moment right here like us being in this quarantine here will definitely be a nostalgic moment in the future because like we've as as our generation has gone through something like we've gone through hardships right and this will be one of the most because again you said everything is unprecedented everything changed so fast like in just a matter of seconds everything just changed like we're all at home i mean things are closed everything is different we can't go outside and our our response to this was uh, the way we adapted to this. I mean, I adapted really fast, really quickly. I, I immediately, I, I changed. I was like, okay, if we're home, let me do this. Let me change my schedule if I'm sleeping like this, okay. And I, and I, and I moved towards that, that new routine. And I think for us, I mean, adaptation is one of the most important uh, ways of, of surviving. And in the future, if we're having issues with adaptation, you'll always come back to this moment and be like, wait, but... I could do that back then, so I could do it now, and it'll be one of these moments. Yeah, but I don't know if it's more about the. I don't know if it's much about the learning experience. It's more of about the the memory itself. It could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, course. we could derive some extra meaning just like that, but I don't think it's all about that. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Of course. It's an extra plus. I mean, again, it's gonna differ from each person, because we also have some personal values that that we related to, especially with memory. Because to you, memory. Uh, could be the most helpful thing for you. Like for, let's say, to like, uh, to, uh, to, to successful people, they obviously succeeded because they've, they've had like these, uh, these moments in their lives where they've learned things. And their memory is one of the reasons why they have been able to, to you know, re you recall and use that information to build up their empire and succeed. But at the same time, it, that same memory could be something a, a child uses. Like, we see that with babies especially because like uh, there's this whole documentary on Netflix actually about babies. It's literally called Babies. <laughs> and the second one is coming next week, I think. Second part. Uh, it's, it's very it's fascinating because it talks about babies and how they operate and why they're so special and why they're like um, the basis of humankind and why we need to protect them. Uh, and so it, it was discussing how babies, they think and they behave. It was going on child behavior. Uh, they have this child behavior psychologists uh, and the psychiatrists were coming and talking. And it was quite interesting in how their memory actually operates. Um, they obviously follow us. They, they, uh, they, they, they tend to look for, they tend to follow things. They don't do anything of their own. So if they, if they observe, let's say uh, a mother talking on the phone, then obviously the, the baby will find something on the, on the floor and start picking it up and be like, nya, 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 or something like that. Because it, it, it tends to but look I feel like, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that, that in a sense is credence to their faster learning, uh, their faster learning rate. It's so they, by following, you know, the things around them, or they're essentially just trying to absorb as much information as quickly as yeah. possible. Yep. Yep. 
and so their brain brain is more fluid they can learn things faster and i feel like this is the stage in which you know maybe not the most conscious but the fastest um fastest rate at which you learn things you know that's why it's the easiest to learn languages when you're a child that's why mm. you remember your mother tongue the most it's the thing you grew up with and it's it's all about the the most efficient way to learn language you know just absorbing input everything but i think well another realization that i just made is that maybe um some of that you know as we grow up some of that some of that uh, brain capacity that's being used to absorb at an ex- extraordinary rate is sectioned off to start consciousness so as a trade for learning slower we become more conscious of the things we're doing mm-hmm. and maybe that's a process that you know happens as we grow up and and the reason why people tend to have like bad memory or like people uh, they tend to be like oh i actually don't know that is because it's not that they're not it's not that they don't have good memory it's that they they haven't stored their that memory properly or it's been misstored or they just don't know how to find it and that's why like we have these triggers that that bring up specific memories is because you find a way to trigger it and these really like famous um um mind uh mind magicians or like these people who are like really good mind readers or not mind readers what i'm saying i mean like people who have good memory, memory. like memory champions all these people they mind have magician. mind magicians mind readers mind magicians is an actual thing actually very interesting but uh I know, I know. these people who who are like specialized in being able to remember things uh they have these techniques and strategies that they've learned that that allows them to like store store information or store mem- thing like events and be able to access them immediately. Actually, we were talk- you were talking about photographic memory. There is no such thing as photographic memory. It's just that you're able to to remember things exactly how they're listed. Like if you were, if I were to give you like uh, an order of numbers, like one, four, five, zero, you would. You no, I would- mean, but I think there is photographic memory, no? No, there actually isn't. That that was an interesting thing that I actually figured out. I mean, you can you can search it up, but uh, in one of the one of the books I read, uh, Moonwalking with Einstein, is very interesting. Uh, it was talking about how like we tend to misuse the word, uh, misuse the term photographic memory. It's just that you're not going to remember a photo just by looking at it. You're going to have some associations with it and some patterns or like some sort of um, a technique or a way of 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 knowing something. Because like the, one of the issues I mean, that like, we have, like James said here your memory should be a fortress yeah 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 and and the thing is some people have the base skill and it's not like a gift but i guess you could say it's a gift but gifted people sometimes just already know ways of like memorizing stuff and that's why like, probably like smart people in school they usually do well in these exams because they're able to recall memories quite quite often because they're like oh i know this we learned this that was on page 273 of this biology book and it said they can literally read line to line by line uh and that's because they yeah, were, but they were able to associate that with with the, that specific book they could look at that what was what was I the atmosphere around the, yeah in terms of learning the fastest way or the best way to memorize something is to actually learn it so that you don't actually have to remember it because once you learn something for for example like you know how, how certain forces work or so if i learn and i'm curious and add that sort of emotional 
you know experience goes through something significant i'm the process of learning itself is conducive to memory so if you learn and understand something properly you will in a sense remember it right that is why the fastest the i think the the most efficient way to remember something is to truly like understand it that is absolutely correct because obviously if you truly are fascinated in that area if you're actually interested or if you actually just know plainly understand there's a different value because then you'd be encoding that information uh to a, a more more specifically it'll be more bro- broke down you'll remember more things about one small thing than you will about one small thing like you will what am i what? saying you will know more about one small thing like if you're learning about like how what is an amoeba you would you, you would, mean more detailed right? more detailed is what i mean exactly you'll, you'll know that yeah, more detailed yeah. because <laughs> you understand because like if you're like just remembering definitions you're not understanding yeah. them you're just remembering some yeah, some, exactly. what, some random guy forget, wrote down right? and it's, yes yes there's essentially no association because yeah. by learning things you create associations in your head right yes like hammer yeah, 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 if yeah. you think about a hammer you know your association you know you start to associate things with it like the shape the way it works you know the way it feels in your hand there there are a lot of triggers that that can uh, you know pull things up and this happens because you've learned about it you you've held it you you know certain things like that uh learning is one of the most important things that we we have to uh to be able to to do as as people because like again we we only develop and we progress through learning but if we don't do it properly then what's the point but like if we if we learn to do it efficiently then we could be having technological advancements much faster we could be growing at a much faster rate we could yeah. be an efficient society running at an efficient pace and uh and definitely memory working and f- like understanding how one's memory works will definitely be a huge help with this whole uh this revolution about being able to to you know stand up and and actually learn and uh, and grow i feel like now is a better time than ever to go back to memory with our closing remarks you know mm-hmm. uh, uh with with uh the with uh, the epidemic right now you know um everybody i think is is struggling with with um with this lack of things to do or or just this feeling of of emptiness and lost i think the most important thing to keep in mind is to just keep going you know keep our old memories in mind and you know keep moving forward with a fervent desire to just you know make more of those happy memories to live our lives as as we want to as as we should to find the thing that you know most interests us to to find the thing to live for mm. to live is to find what is to live for yeah that's <laughs> how ironic that's that is it the is purpose indeed. to live the purpose of living is to find the purpose of living yeah and that will differ to every uh, to each person um yeah and that's why it's and that's why it's it's special and unique I think the the problem here with with us as humans is we tend to look for things that don't exist in the universe like order order doesn't exist everything is chaotic mm. as much as we we try to find order and things everything is chaotic nothing in a sense is symmetrical it may look symmetrical 
but you know as you get down in the details it, it isn't but and also meaning you know we tend to look for meaning that's why we go to religion whatever and meaning doesn't essentially exist but the thing is if meaning doesn't exist then it's our freedom to choose what we do with our lives right mm, i yeah. think that's the most important thing and that's the reason why we're talking about nostalgia right now is because of all these happy memories we've made and i think there's a desire in both of us to go off and you know make more of those happy memories yeah so you know off to the races let's go indeed go and make memories people <laughs> because i mean seriously you will you will regret not making any memories and that regret will remain as a memory that you will recall and that would that could be a, a, a way of torture so don't do that remember all right so i guess this is where we'll yeah where we'll end it off today yep. um uh, i don't know i do all right yeah that's where we'll end it off today um <laughs> yes thank uh, make you. sure to to check out both of our channels um which uh adrian's been posting videos now yes uh, i have not I have a few more uploaded. because reasons but um yeah we'll, we'll be posting maybe in the future maybe not adrian probably will but me i don't know we'll see but you know check our stuff out check out any of the links in the description if you're interested if you're on spotify check out the youtube if you're on youtube check out the spotify and you know make sure to like um subscribe you don't really have to turn on notifications because we'll always be here yes. every week, every mostly. Monday, mostly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but like yeah, um, just comment. You know, any any memories or, or anything. Oh, and Instagram. If you have any fond memories or or any interesting things that you have to talk about? Yes, and you can reach well, us on our Instagram as well because we have uh, those highlights that that we put up. Yeah. All right. Peace out, boys. Peace out, guys.